Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. Thanks so much for listening each week. It means so much to me. Honestly, it does. I hope that I've been able to bring you all value through these podcasts. And if I have, please be sure to leave a review and please, please be sure to share this with your friends, family, coworkers, employees. I can't begin to tell you how much it truly means to me. And I hope I can continue to bring you all value through these podcasts. So it's hard sometimes to find a a starting point when it comes to carving a new path, whether it be with a new career or your personal life or just making some additional income or cutting your expenses. I've given examples of some macro changes in earlier episodes, but I wanted to give you all a bundled package of tangibles, if you will, things you can deploy to start carving a new path adding more income, cutting your monthly overhead, basically micro habits that can allow macro changes and start you down the right course. Number one, sell your shit. The amount of useless crap you've most likely accumulated is astronomical. It's out of this world. The average house size in America has something like tripled over the last 50 years. That means there are more unnecessary stuff filling those homes. That's anything from from clothing, which most people have plenty of clothing. They have it more in a a year or more. You can sell that on platforms like Poshmark, right? Shoes, they're extremely hot right now. The market's healthy and you most likely don't need a pair for every goddamn outfit you have. Go through your basement. Go through your attic. I'm sure there is plenty of things you could throw online for an extra 
10, 15, 20, 50 dollars as it adds up. It adds up immensely. Jewelry you haven't worn in a year or more. Platforms like like eBay, Craigslist, Letgo are great options for stuff like that. I guarantee you can find plenty of things to sell that have just been collecting dust. Americans spend something like 1.1, 1.2 trillion dollars annually on non-essential goods. In other words, useless shit. Useless shit you're not going to use that's just going to sit there and again, it's just going to collect dust. Things you don't need in order to survive might bring you some momentary, momentarily, you know, happiness, if you will. Put those things to a better use by selling them. It's very simple. It's a simple equation. Own less, live more. Number two, cut down your bills. Most people do not take the time to evaluate their monthly overhead. Let that sink in for a sec. Most people don't understand what they're spending on a month-to-month basis. Your personal life should be evaluated like a business. You need to understand your books. There are services out there just to allow you to understand subscription services that you've subscribed to, of course, but don't use and have not canceled, whether that be something like a a gym membership or something like, who knows, um, HelloFresh or Blue Apron that you just haven't used or you end up throwing away a bunch of the meals. The fact there are services like that that track that, those items that are popular, tell me people don't pay attention to this. An app called Clarity Money, which I've I've mentioned before, helps you track your, your monthly spending. It breaks down things like your monthly income and monthly uh, spending, allows you to track your subscriptions and also your reoccurring bill bills and gives you the ability to set an amount to put away each month and just forget about it. It basically allows you to see truly how much you're spending in comparison to your take home. And I bet a lot of people, a lot of people would be shocked at the data. It might make you realize just how much you spend going out to the the bar each week or weekend or going out to eat so much. And that shit adds up. Loans, specifically car loans. So many people have outrageous monthly loans. Is it truly necessary? Look at more affordable loans. If you can save, say, $200 a month, that means an additional $2,400 a year you can put back into investments, your business that you're running, savings, and so on. Cell phone bills. When's the last time you've evaluated your your data usage on a monthly basis? Do you truly need 10 gigabytes a month? Could you cut that down to, say, 5 gigabytes a, a month? Theoretically cutting that monthly bill in half. Cable. Do you need services like Comcast or could you live with services like things like Sling TV or Direct TV now and spend $35, 40 $45 a month as opposed to $120, $150 a month? If you're struggling to cover your mortgage, have you thought about getting a roommate or downsizing? This simply comes down to living below your means. Doing that allows you to stay above the water when the market gets hit, just like it did back in 2008, which it will happen again. But additionally, it allows you more freedom and ability 
to save or invest that money. Hopefully, greatly increasing those dollars to put back in your pocket or into into those investment opportunities. I've said this before, but too many people are overextended. When the economy's doing well, everybody and their mother goes out and buys extra clothes, extra jewelry, uh, you know, fancier homes, fancier cars, so on and so forth, which is great because obviously that stimulates and helps the economy to go up and up. But from a personal standpoint, there is a fine line to that, not overextending yourself because you're going to get cut off guard or what happens if you lose your job tomorrow? Do you have the securities in place to assure that you can be in the right spot? If you want to go and start your business, how are you going to raise money for it? Is it going to come out of your pocket? Is it going to come out of you know a business loan? Where are those dollars going? How are those dollars being utilized Most people don't know that. Most people don't know that from a personal standpoint or even really care to evaluate that when things are going well. But when shit hits the fan, that's when someone takes a step back. That's when most people take a step back and start analyzing that information. But from my perspective, and I would think most people would want to understand even in good times where they're spending their money. If you can make your money work for you, if you can allow yourself not to be overextended, you will be able to live better. Number three, flip. I've said this one before. There are upwards of something like 50,000 storage units in the U.S. That's more than five times the amount of Starbucks in the United States, to put that in perspective. That means there are a lot of options when it comes to flipping opportunities and people defaulting on those units. And it goes beyond that. There are things like yard sales. I mean, the list goes on and on of places where you can buy items on the cheap and sell on the high end. This is so, so easy with platforms that we have at our fingertips. That thing like the internet that turned 30 on Monday, there are platforms like Craigslist, eBay, LetGo. They're perfect for eyeing those opportunities, seizing those good deals, and understanding which are good deals and which are not. Remember that extra $2,400 you saved on a more affordable car loan or that extra $80 a month you saved on lowering your cell phone bill? Yeah, those dollars can now go to work for you as opposed to against you. You've, You've probably heard this before, but make your money work for you. The issue is people having have it working against them. And when times get tough, it hits back even harder. Just like water eventually can get through rock, it's working against you. Make it work for you. Number four, the granulars. These are the, the smaller things that are, are truly overlooked in my opinion. I feel the most because they seem so drastic as opposed to the stuff that I've discussed earlier. Can you carpool to work, whether it be with a friend or a coworker to save on, on fuel and just wear and tear on your car? Can you take you know public transportation? That goes hand in hand with this carpool example. Can you switch your lighting in your house to LEDs? You know, there are a million different micro things you can do, and they might seem like you're being frugal, but it's pennies that make up dollars. And that mindset is what changes the game. The fact that people don't want to look at that is what allows this continual erosion of all of this to happen. The fact with all of this and what it comes down to is eliminating 
unnecessary bullshit from your life. Take a step back and understand what it what it is truly that's that's necessary and what is not. Trying to look good in front of your friends and having the newest car or cell phone or sneakers is doing you more harm than good. You're overextending yourself. And when the economy goes into another 2008, and like I said, it will it will again, would you rather be in a cash-healthy place or scraping by? Another thing to understand is when you're sitting on cash and the market gets hit, you now have a buffer. But not only that, more importantly, now you have a much bigger opportunity at hand because now you can buy things extremely cheap and ride the market back up. Be self-aware. Where is your spending, your habits, and ask yourself, do you need it? Do you need it to move forward in life? It might make you happy for a split second for a day or two, just like buying a new fresh car that might have been outside of your price range, but guess what? That's not lasting for the macro. That's not understanding the 10 or the 12-year or the 15-year plan, and that's not going to help you out. We live in an extremely materialistic world, and that world is allowing people to see a facade, change your mindset, your habits, break out of overextending yourself, and make your money work for you. You work hard for your money, make it work hard back. Thank you all so much for listening. It means the world if you haven't subscribed. As I know some of you still have not, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore Mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all and thanks so much for listening each week. 